0: It takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you will do things differently. Hey, what's up, guys? I know I've been gone for a while. I've just been hustling on real estate, trying to sell as many homes as possible. Just straight grinding, putting my head down. Um... I recently got accepted to Amazon Podcasting out of the blue, and that really made me remember the podcast. I know it's horrible to say, but that kicked in, and now I want to start putting this out as much as possible, just because, I mean, it's fucking good content. It's good to get things off your chest, kind of put some self-improvement content out there, um, do exactly what other podcasters in the past did for me. And show some points of view tell some cool stories and just really get some information out there um, no matter what's going on in my life Um, so I do have a really good episode today this one is about a great military tactician from history I tell a short story about the importance of reputation and why it matters and you know what I'm just gonna let you guys hear it let me know what you think Just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Former Emperor of France and military leader, Napoleon Bonaparte, is known in history for conquering most of France until his eventual capture. He was exiled to a small island where he was to spend the rest of his life in misery. The reason why he was sent there was because the city-states thought that he was too powerful and influential, and they wanted some of the power for themselves, And after all his conquering they put him on this island just to kind of keep him in check because if they killed him there would have been some type of civil war but if they put him on the island um, it was just a better solution for them at the time so he was exiled to this small island to spend essentially the rest of his life in misery however he had some people pulling strings for him back in France so a little bit of complicated complicated details some things happened and shortly after Napoleon snuck off the island with the help of a small naval fleet and sailed back to his homeland shortly after returning to France he came into command of a handful of troops this wasn't a lot of troops let's use a, a rough number for example 10,000 troops now before i go on here this was a time in history that had a lot of political unrest, specifically in France. um, There were many, many wars fought between city-states. And to give you a little bit of an example, France had four different political systems in the span of only about 10 years. Now imagine your country going from a democratic view to communist views to authoritarianism and then back to a democracy. That was pretty insane, and just to say the least, citizens weren't really happy with it. Now, one day, there was word of an approaching army to the city-state that Napoleon controlled with his handful of troops. Now, the army that approached was absolutely massive. It was something crazy like an 8-to-1 ratio. Napoleon was simply outnumbered. At this point, any reasonable leader would have simply surrendered, as trying to fight such a mass would be just, it would just be foolish to fight such a massive amount of troops. However, Napoleon knew one thing, and he had a little bit of a trick up his sleeve. It wasn't a trick to defeat the enemy, it was, it was kind of much more devious and subtle. As the hours grew, he could hear the approaching army marching up to his city gates. Hours became minutes, and before long, the massive brigade of troops were at his city walls. The opposing army sent a delegation to the gates to settle the battle without any bloodshed, and they simply asked for a surrender, to which Napoleon replied by appearing over the city walls. He looked across the battlefield with confidence, to each and every battalion, and stood for a few moments just simply observing. And then he spoke. We see you, and you see me. I have returned from my captors. If you stand against me, you stand against all of France. It is I, returned from the grave, Napoleon Bonaparte. The troops down below began to murmur. Is that? No, it can't be. Has he really returned? The act of him appearing over the wall and hearing his familiar voice hit something deep within them. Their once great commander has returned. Shouts of his name, Napoleon, began to arise. The general at the time tried to quiet his troops. He tried and tried, just so that he could simply get on with the battle and win. He could do nothing but watch with despair, as one by one, his troops got out of line and walked towards the city. Upon hearing his voice and seeing their once great leader return from the brink of death in isolation, empowered them and filled them with hope. Before long, the whole entire opposing force joined Napoleon without one drop of blood being shed. Now what does this mean? This means the one thing, that reputation is one of the most powerful tools that anyone can have in their arsenal. I'll give you a business example. If I want to get a contract with a new supplier, one of the things I would bring up, if it's at my disposal, is another massive corporation that we're doing business with. Um, I would mention our business contract to them. Hey, we have this exact same contract with Google set up with the same terms. Obviously, if it's not a lie, you tell them, right? That brings a lot of power behind your words because Google carries a reputation of its own. Let's say you're Google. You want to do a business deal. People will do less favorable business deals with your company, Google, if you were the CEO of Google. They would do less favorable deals simply because of your reputation. By less favorable, I mean uh, Google comes out slightly ahead in that deal versus you, but you're willing to take that because of the amount of swaying power and just a massive corporation that Google is and the amount of resources that you have backing you, essentially. So with this story, Napoleon leveraged his reputation to the fullest to get control of the opposing army. Now, if that isn't powerful, I don't know what is. Tying this to your daily life, your own life. Try and cultivate a reputation of you being whatever you set out to be. For example, if you want to be the hardest working or if you want to be that finance person that people can go to to get any type of information. You have to develop that reputation over time and over past successes. And eventually people will begin to trust you. With that specific topic or their business or whatever it may be. If you're a great photographer, have a reputation for working with great clients and doing amazing work. Always being on time. Always uh, delivering more than asked for. And eventually your reputation will become so high where people will seek you out no matter what the cost is or just simply hearing your name. So I just want to leave that with you. Try and cultivate a reputation that that is respected, that is respected and you become known for doing good business or good deeds or whatever it is that you're after, whatever your goal is. Try and cultivate that relationship so that so simply you can live the life you want, um, so you can be that trusted person within your industry. And that's really what I wanted to get off my chest. I was reading 48 Laws of Power, and this story was brought up. And that one hit me hard, and I wanted to actually post something similar to that and tell you guys. If you haven't read the book, by the way, 48 Laws of Power, go ahead and read it. It is an amazing, eye-opening book. It's not some sadistic book where you're trying to get power over your opponents. It's actually a book designed to... Take some of those laws and apply them to your life, which actually benefits people around you, right? It benefits your business directly through some of these stories if you can interpret them correctly. So that's what I wanted to get off. Um, Just be consistent with building the relationship, with building your reputation, and your reputation down the road will be a lot more powerful than the business you actually do. Until next time, I love you all, I believe in you all, stay grinding.